Podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are neither related nor married. Because my boyfriend asked me the other day, do you think everyone just thinks you're married? And I was like, no. I, When people we ask said, you that question, like, marriage is a type of relation. Yeah, so I said, I said we're not related. And he was like, well, you could still be married. And I was like, I don't know. I think it's pretty apparent. Also, we both bring up boyfriends and girlfriends. Again, I guess we could just be like polygamists that don't live in the same house. I, but, uh, yeah, so, yep, we're not related. Um, yeah, and this is a podcast where two uh, unrelated, unwed people um, to each other or to other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. For God's yeah. sake, it's it's getting too complicated, okay? <laughs> yeah. We tell you about stuff that we think is interesting doesn't matter who we are in other words we say things you didn't know you needed to know i made a cocktail beforehand with nice. a bunch of stuff that no it wasn't a brag it was a bunch of a, stuff a marissa potpourri like, cocktail yeah it like had all these like herbal infused uh vodka and this like fruit vinegar I made and all these things that like I don't just have a whole bunch of and then I made it and I was like I don't really want to drink why did I make that but I don't think it would really like and it had carbonated stuff so I think it would sit well so I'm like drinking it but now I feel like it's made me sleepy so I'm gonna do my best (laughs) (laughs) it's only one drink I don't know whatever how about you that didn't say how I was I just told you a piece of information but whatever yeah, I'm uh, drinking hydration water. Oh, as opposed to regular water. Okay. It says like Did some you have a- hydration powder in it. Like electrolyte shit. Yeah, maybe. Why did you just work out or something? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, Marissa, my work day did is you a workout. Really? Oh, okay, good. Uh, I hate everyone who works out anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah, I don't know. You wanted to tell me about your week as opposed to... What the fuck is this llama? Holy shit. I had... A llama just walked into my living room. (laughs) (laughs) There's a picture of a llama that is unrelated to my podcast in my notes. Anyway... You want to tell me about your week or something? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, there's there's a lot of um, a lot of movement in the WNBA now. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if my favorite teams are still my favorite teams. So far, so good. Mm, okay, you'll have to update us when the movement is done. Mm-hmm. Uh. My favorite holiday is next... Not my favorite holiday. One of my favorite holidays next week. The day I justify eating a bunch of snacks. 
also known as the Super Bowl, I don't care about football, but I cannot wait okay. to dip as a meal. Because last time we basically just ate buffalo cheese dip for a meal, and this time we're going to eat taco dip as a meal. <laughs> and there will be no judgment, and it will be beautiful. Hopefully I don't even need to watch the Super Bowl. But anyway. So who um, who's going to win the Super Bowl, Marissa? I don't even know who's in it. Something with Tom Brady. That's who's going to win? <laughs> yes, he's going to win the Super Bowl. Hey, some people will, some people would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I. He's had enough victories in his life. He should step aside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just do an icebreaker. I'm dead inside. Um. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Oh yes. <laughs> First, I just want to say thank you, my Venus, for that very kind note about our Groundhog Day episode and also I invite you, I welcome you with open arms to join us next year and give me more information about it yes, you can take a much more um, you can take a much gentler <laughs> approach to the holiday <laughs> also, I don't really know you so I'll be less rude to you than I am to Pete <laughs> So, Marissa, uh-huh. <laughs> my icebreaker is going to be as bad as one of yours. <laughs> uh, excuse me, you <laughs> uh, Did you see the article that apparently rapper <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert got a $24 million diamond implanted in his face? Implanted where? In his forehead. Um... Uh, how does that work? Is it like a piercing? Um, people are... If it's not... Like, how does it stay in his forehead? I don't know. People are making fun of him, though, saying that he looks like Vision from Marvel. I mean, as one should. (laughs) (laughs) One should make fun of him. Uh, ooh, let me look. So, if you had a $24 million diamond... Whoa, it's really big! (laughs) Whoa! I like that. How does okay, that I'm... fit into my algorithm, but not yours? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what? Oh, it's like it's a pretty it's pink. Anyway, what? Uh, so you could take this in whichever whichever question you'd like to answer. You can answer. If you had to get a twenty-four million dollar diamond embedded in your body somewhere, where would it be? Or if you had a twenty-four million dollar diamond, what would you do with it? I would like you to answer that first. I would pick the second question, and I would sell it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not... No. (laughs) It's your icebreaker, but that's unacceptable. You have to do something that involves you keeping it. You can't even gift it. I have absolutely no use for it at all. (laughs) I may as well get it implanted in my face. (laughs) Okay. I would get some sort of Sailor Moon themed storage box for it because in Sailor Moon they have this gigantic diamond looking thing called the Imperium Silver Crystal that has all this power so I would yeah I would make sure it was in some sort of uh, storage box that made it seem like I had the ultimate piece of anime merch (laughs) (laughs) and then people would be underwhelmed with the fact that it's actually a real diamond. 
Yeah, I mean, how would they know for sure? Not anyone can handle the Imperium Silver Crystal and use its power. Mm -hmm. I I guess you're right. For a lot of years, I don't know if that's the truth or if anyone could. Uh, Yeah, that was an interesting icebreaker. Did you get that from the internet? Or you got that? If I had to get it embedded on my body, part of me says my hand. Why? Just because then, like, people would see it. I get it on my chest so that people would only see it when I wear cleavage shirts. Yeah, maybe me too. (laughs) Oh, peace. (laughs) You know, when you said that, I immediately imagined you wearing a tube top. Mm -hmm. Not ill because of anything, because of your body. I just meant, like, that's weird. (laughs) Anyway, then I would say, that's weird because a man wearing a tube top. Then I realized how close-minded that is. Men can wear tube tops. What am I saying? I'm tipsy. Anyway. I'm wearing one right now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> symbolically, though, because I can see. He can't see me. Who knows how many tube tops I'm wearing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, speaking of the unknown, when the car was identified animal was found on a Long Island beach years ago, it became popularly known as the Montauk Monster. Pete, have you ever heard of that? Yes. Uh, tell me what you know about it. Is this the one that washed up on the beach? Yes. I'm not doing my whole episode on the Montauk Monster, by the way. This is just the intro. Okay. So, it's uh, now if, if I remember this correctly, did Zardulu have something to do with this? I don't even remember what Zardulu means. <laughs> Zardulu is behind Pizza oh, Rat? Is behind what? Pizza Rat? No. The, uh, oh. No, so, no, no. I don't think this is a hoax. I think some people accuse it of being a hoax, but at the end they just assumed it was possibly a decomposing animal. No, right. I, this is something that actually washed up on shore that was not is presumably not a hoax. Well, that's about all I know about it. Okay, well, Google it and tell me what you think it looks like. the montauk monster was an animal carcass that washed ashore near the business district of montauk new york yeah it washed up on the beach and it basically looks Looks like like a animal dead sleeping dog rat yeah a lot of people say it kind of looks like an amalgamation (laughs) animals. Some people who studied it, their guess was a turtle without a shell, but then someone's like, that doesn't make sense. Turtle shells are fused to them. Someone said, like, oh, maybe it's a decomposing dog, things like that. Um, No one really 100% came to a good conclusion. People also thought it could be a raccoon, but the legs are a little disproportionately long. But people who like conspiracy theories like to think that it's some sort of hybrid animal monster. And uh, many people would say that it's very possible the Montauk monster came from Plum Island. Peter, are you familiar with Plum Island? I feel like I've heard of Plum Island, but I'm going to say no, I'm not familiar with okay. it. Part of me was like, I don't even recall what we do from one episode for another. Pete probably talked about Plum Island. I get confused between listening to like us and our podcast uh, a couple of other supernatural podcasts. <laughs> like, I go, yeah, right? oh, did, did we talk about that or did they talk about that? <laughs> Together. Uh, I got this idea from 
my boyfriend who didn't really know what he was talking about. He that wasn't an insult. I just no, that's like, a good way to start. Oh, this doctor. And my dad was telling me about Plum Island where they do all this animal testing. And then he Googled it. And then we saw it with the Montauk Monster. And I was like, what the fuck? And then we looked at it in Google Maps for a while. And I'm like, they're not going to show, like, animal testing in Google Maps. But <laughs> I was like, I need to read more about this. So Plum Island, officially called the Plum Island Animal Disease Center, is an 840-acre federal facility owned by the U.S. Oh, it was originally owned by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in the 1950s and uh, up until 2003 when it went under the control of the U.S. Department of Homeland Securities. The lab's purpose has been combating infectious animal diseases. However, it is shrouded in much secrecy and comes with a lot of conspiracy theories. Um, this island is one and a half miles off of Long Island, my hometown, not town, my home island, whatever. And uh, access to it is so highly restricted restricted uh, that the high security lab has become, like I said, a source of conspiracy theories and local lore. Um, generally, the theories include the idea that animal-human hybrids are created inside the disease center, kind of like the island of Dr. Moreau, mm -hmm. uh, if you're familiar with that, uh, or that there are biological warfare weapons being created there. And Are they out is, of animals? What do you mean? The biological warfare weapons, are they made out of animals? You mean like cultivated in animals or literally made out of animals? Well, if it's an animal testing facility, is that like oh, that's just a cover story and they're making weapons? Or is it that making weapons involves the animals in some way? Oh, I think it, it, it's that it involves the animals. Oh. And uh, a, common held, a commonly held conspiracy theory is that this island was the source of a Lyme disease outbreak in... Was it 1970s? Yeah, 1975. Okay, so as I already mentioned, this island has been compared to the H.G. Wells novel, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Um, apparently, there's also <coughs> a reference to it from Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. And, <coughs> excuse me, there is a <coughs> motherfucker. Sorry. Anyway, ignore the rest of the sentence. Um, I've had questions about Nazi scientists, alien technology, and genetically modified monsters, says John Verigo, a spokesman for Homeland Security's Science and Technology Directorate. But inside the security fences, uh, which this uh, descriptions can be found in the unredacted parts of a 2007 government report that you could find online, um, government researchers in that facility work to battle foreign animal diseases such as the disease I'm about to say now is literally the grossest thing I've heard of it before and I think <laughs> they'll get it if they're not vaccinated and it sounds so fucking disgusting uh, do you even want to guess what I'm talking about? I have no idea foot and mouth disease have you heard of that? okay I don't know what it <laughs> is though that sounds so fucking disgusting. Okay, that's all. That's all you got. Yes, fucking disgusting. <laughs> anyway, and hey, Marissa, uh, 
I think I know some people who suffer from foot and mouth disease a lot, right? Because they're always sticking their foot in their mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, anyway, I just find feet gross. Anyway, and it's a battle, things like this foot and mouth disease and the African swine fever. Um, the U.S. hasn't had an outbreak of foot and mouth disease since 1929, and any further outbreaks would be a huge deal. Um, this is a highly contagious disease. Uh, and were there to be another outbreak, it would likely cause billions and billions of dollars in economic losses. Varicle from Homeland Security stated, uh, because the infected farm animals would have to be all destroyed. I don't know why this <laughs> sounds so dramatic. Of course they would. What else would I think? Anyway, so this fear that um, that there could be another outbreak led Congress to authorize the Department of Agriculture to create a lab to fight animal diseases, like I said, in the 50s with one major condition. The facility had to be located on an island to reduce the danger of pathogens or infected animals escaping and spreading to nearby farms. A 1971 New York Times article described the facility as, quote, Devil's Island for the deadliest animal disease germs known to man, and described the elaborate security measures. Uh, these measures include round-the-clock patrols along the island's perimeter, uh, intended to warn away boaters who might be attracted to the really nice beaches that are apparently there. Um, <laughs> buildings with airlocks to keep bacteria and viruses from escaping. Very nice. And holding tanks to sterilize wastewater uh, from the mandatory showers taken by staffers every, uh, every night before they go home after work. Uh, as for the animals used in, in testings, uh, which are used, you know, for creating vaccines and whatnot, uh, they are always kept indoors, uh, in secure living quarters, uh, and it sounds like a pretty miserable, uh, life. Like they're in, like they're very, like, caged up. Um, so, okay. So the animals that they test on, these are, you know, formerly healthy animals other than infected for testing purposes and then shortly after they are euthanized and incinerated at the end of the trial just to again make sure that there are no diseases being spread but they claim that the animals are treated as humanely and ethically as possible but as possible is a very loose term uh and apparently to avoid the possibility of the spread of the disease another measure is any deer that occasionally swim onto the island are killed and immolated. Does that mean set on fire? It does, right? That doesn't seem healthy. What? Killing the deers? Yeah. I mean burning them. I don't think people use immolation as a casual term just for that. I feel like immolation is like when you're sacrificed. I don't know. I feel like the person who wrote this article is trying too hard. Oh. Anyway. To kill or offer a sacrifice, especially by burning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they consider those deer sacrifices. <laughs> Maybe they what do. What the hell are deer doing, man? I know. I don't even know what deer could swim. They're crossing streets there. <laughs> yeah. So... Incidentally, the reason why there are so, I mean, well, not because of, but these uh, very strict um, security measures are useful and especially important since in 2003, 
Uh, it was at risk for a terrorist attack. Um, an Al-Qaeda operative was arrested um, in Afghanistan, and he had a handwritten list of various potential targets in the U.S. that included Plum Island, which, oh my God, that sounds creepy. Okay. But now, still, like, could have been just, worse, right? <laughs> well, yeah. No, I know. Um, and just to... Was worse. Excuse just me. Just to... Yeah. Just to talk a little bit more about the possible conspiracies going on there. Uh, there is a book that was written in 2004 called Lab 257, The Disturbing Story of the Government's Secret Plum Island Germ Laboratory. Whoa, that is way too long of a name. Uh, where the author asserts that Plum Island actually created Lyme disease and caused the 1975 outbreak of it. To what ends, I do not know. Um he also asserts that the 1999 West Nile virus outbreak can also be traced back to Plum Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that in reading, uh, I read that there were two times, at least, I think it was in 2004, um, there was like a, what's the word, like a, their safety measures failed two times in like in, in, in the early 2000s where diseases spread outside of its containment area and at one point they spread to animals that were in outdoor pens and it was after that that they moved all their animals uh, permanently indoors but yeah so uh, two times uh, the germs and the diseases almost escaped the Plum Island facility and Um, going back a couple weeks with the the bird flu in the UK yeah they're like you gotta bring the birds inside because random bird flies down catches some disease off of another bird and then flies to another bird and yeah yeah you just got to keep them inside that stinks though poor poor little animals don't get a fun life and just you know stop fucking animals people i'm sorry (laughs) what anyway Another conspiracy is that after World War... I'm embarrassed. Which World War had Nazis? Two. After World War II, uh, a lot of people think that the U.S. government employed former Nazi scientists to assist them with a germ warfare program on the island. So a lot of people think that on the island they're still making biological weapons secretly and possibly illegally. Now... um, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, give, give me those conspiracies. Tell me all about the creepy. And then I learned that this place is going to be sold probably in, like, 2023. And I was like, what? That's so lame. And what's going to go in its place? What? Why would you sell an island that questionably has a bunch of disease on it to I'll anyone? Get- well, first of all, it has beautiful beaches, as I mentioned before. Um, so apparently it's prime real estate. Um, it's rumored That's where that you it, want to gentrify. Yeah. <laughs> it's rumored that it could become a housing development. Yep. Or that it could Just become like... Send all the rich yuppies to Plum Island. Yeah. <laughs> or like golf courses. No one knows for sure because they're kind of trying to keep the details of, of, of sales a little bit under wraps. Um, but like again, uh, it's scheduled to be shut down by about 2023, and it gradually will be de- replaced by the National Bio and Agro Defense Facility, a 1.25 billion dollar project under construction as a replacement in 
Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> I promptly Googled, is Manhattan, Kansas somehow an island? And no, it is not. <laughs> uh, this facility will be larger than the Plum Island facility and will be able to conduct more studies simultaneously. It will also have added layers of security to enable it to function as a level four laboratory, meaning that it will be able to study animal diseases that have the potential to be transmitted to humans. It will be the first large animal facility capable of such research. Advances in security measures will make it unnecessary for it to be located offshore. That sounds insane to me, that they're going to make a larger, more dangerous facility that studies animal diseases that could be given to humans, and they're choosing to just be like, oh, we have enough security, we don't need an island. Isn't that chilling? Yeah, because only a month ago, right, we saw how security can go bad. <laughs> yeah, why the fuck would, what, even if there's no 100% need to be in an island. Why not just better safe than sorry? Like, come on, man. Like, there's no other... I don't... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure somebody's brother lives in Manhattan, Kansas, and really wanted to make a big sale on their... Yeah. Um, property that they owned? I don't know. Yeah, uh, and alternatively, someone really wants to go boating on Plum Island, I suppose. Uh, yeah. It felt like I had a lot of notes, but I guess it's because the font was large. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my episode. So there's 50,000 people in Manhattan, Kansas, and mm-hmm. this is going to employ between 250 and 350. Wow, okay. I don't think that's enough. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? You mean thousand or hundred? hundred. That's it. 250 100. to 350 people. Oh, I mean... 250,000. No. Um, oh, okay. Like, no. I understand that you're going to create possibly 350 jobs, but... Uh, I hope <laughs> 50 are security guards. Did we do the risk assessment here? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I do not like that. Okay. So, yeah. So, how much time did you spend um, on Google Maps? Oh, my God. I thought you were going to... <laughs> Going to uh, sassily say, how much time did you spend on researching this episode? <laughs> <laughs> We're on Google Maps for like maybe like four minutes. Four minutes? Because we didn't really, we didn't even bother to Google what it was. We just were like, oh, animal testing, let's look at it. And then like, we were too lazy to like <laughs> become more intrigued. We were just like, oh, that's interesting. And then I was like, I'm going to do a podcast on it. And he's like, no, don't do that. They'll hear it, and then you'll get in trouble. It's probably top secret. And I'm like, if I can read about it, it's not top secret. Yeah. But if you guys, if, quote, you guys, whoever you are, hear me, come at me, bro. Um, no, don't come at me. It's only got 2.9 stars. Who? On Google Maps. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, people are like, I'm just going to read these because people wrote them so that people would read them. Is it about the one? I saw one with pizza and one that all the good restaurants in Manhattan get food from Plum Island. Is that what you're seeing? 
This is uh, the servers here are very rude. They ask a lot of personal questions like, "Who are you and what are you doing here?" I do not recommend eating here. When my food came out of the kitchen, it smelled very chemically. I swear my steak had a tumor on it. I ate it anyway. I am not doing so good. <laughs> uh, I think that's kind of cute, though. There are two different Plum Islands. One is a vacation spot, and one is a research lab used to study how to create biological weapons. It seems that people on here are confused between the two. (laughs) I like that. I would way more be interested in the creepy one. And the guy who gives it five stars says, They have a cool restaurant where you can mix and match different parts of weird mutant animals. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) That's adorable. I like that. If you had a chance to... Go on a trip to, not necessarily Plum Island, but let's say, like, I don't know, for some reason you you were offered top secret clearance. The government said your podcast is an asset to society. (laughs) One day you get top secret clearance. Uh, And you had a chance to, like, see one of these, like, these places really shrouded in mystery from the government. Uh, Would you care? Would you want to? Would you be too afraid of them killing you afterwards? Are you getting a disease or something? Well, much like you, I think um, I would I'd be afraid of the whole, like, uh, you got to keep this a secret angle. Not really yeah. great with that. Like, I can keep a secret. Like, I could keep a secret with you. I could keep a secret with somebody else. Yeah. But, like, that's because I know you. And, like, once in a while, I can be like... Like, if you and I were going together <laughs> and we could once in a while go to each other... You remember seeing the aliens at Area 51? Yeah. <laughs> like, but um, if it was like, no, you can't, you you can't bring Marissa. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the valuable part of the podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, Pete is the backbone. I won't even But uh, then uh, yeah. then I'd be like, I don't know. It's you know what? It's not worth it. Don't please don't show it to me. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I um. I will say this openly because I don't think I will ever dare apply for a job that involves top secret clearance. Um, no. No. I could not. Like you. I couldn't not share it with at least like you or something. So, no. No, I'm sorry. Would I go? Yeah, I would go and then I would tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would go to prison. (laughs) I mean, how would they know? Is there one that you would like to go to. Like, if they were like, hey, you know what? Your podcast is an asset to society. (laughs) And we want to let you into one top secret uh, facility. Well, wait. Name other ones I have as a choice. Is Area 51, is that a... Is something there, or is it just an area? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. They're supposed to keep aliens in spaceships. Oh, yeah. I want to go to Area 51. I, first of all, do not want to go to something where they test on animals. Like, I don't... No. No, No, I would 100% want to go to Area 51. Yeah, Plum Island seems seems, uh, like a bummer. But I would be afraid of the aliens. I wouldn't be afraid of the government so much, because apparently I'm an asset to society. But I would be afraid that I would come in eye contact with a telepathic alien who would then, (sighs) like, haunt me. That's why I would like to uh, fly on the plane that goes to Area 51. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and then <What>? go back. <laughs> okay, okay. Janice Airlines. <laughs> so, so Area 51 is where you pick two? 
I specifically want to ride a Janus airline plane. <laughs> Mm, okay, okay. That That's that weird, like... It's the one that, like, takes off at the beginning of the day and comes back yeah. at the end of the day, and nobody okay. seems to know where it is for most of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I like that. Cool. Um, yeah, I think I'd be too scared at Skinwalker Ranch if that were an option. Um, um so tempted, though. I don't know. But yeah, something would come back with me. Yeah. From Skinwalker Ranch, for sure. Maybe something would come back that replaced you. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, listeners, even though this is... We're not really talking about ghosts, but do you believe that buildings can be haunted or that people are haunted? Like, can you bring something back with you if you go somewhere that has bad juju? Or is only bad things happen when you're at the place? Tell us at 570 pod one. I'm also going to remind everybody of that. <laughs> I have such a hard time saying it. That Kevin Bacon Grand Canyon movie. <laughs> what is that? Where the kid brings back a rock from the Grand Canyon, and the rock is haunted, and it's. Do this, I? Have we seen this? We no? have. We together have not seen it, but I believe it, it was on Netflix for a short period of time, and I was very excited to share it with the world. Oh. My gosh. Okay. Um, when I say a short time, I mean a short while ago. It was on Netflix, and uh, I don't remember what it's called because it's it's as forgettable as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So that's not um, a plug. No, Marissa. Do you have any plugs? Uh, I will plug the fact that the Muppet show the original muppet mm. show is coming on disney plus i will also plug weighted hula hoops which i do now Marissa. that's all for exercise not to be like a moron not like those hula girls no way no way it's in the privacy of my own fucking home well speaking of things that are uh streaming I haven't watched it in order to make sure that it's okay. I've queued it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. And maybe I will soon, because I could use a pick-me-up, like a laugh. Okay. But in my head, the movie Jane Austen's Mafia... What is that? ...was hilarious when I saw it as a youth. What is that about? It's basically like a like airplane, but for gangster movies. Wait, why is Jane Austen in it? It's it. That's the title of it. Jane Austen's Mafia. It's part part of a joke, you know. No, I know she's not in it, but <laughs> in, who's in it? Uh, Jay Moore is the only person I remember who's in it. He's okay. the he's the lead character. Um, because I think also sorry to go back uh, because it was like Mario Puzo's The Godfather that sort of thing oh okay or okay. Martin Scorsese's Casino something got it okay well I feel like I'm lacking the, the, my judge today welcome to the club man it's been yeah, a, right. it's been a week I've been inside while it snowed too much and yeah 
so sorry guys I'm subdued I, I drank liquor I didn't want to drink I'm <laughs> Marissa Marissa who made you um the heavy no I don't mean bad I just mean like forces <laughs> <laughs> anyway listen um, guys our website is yallheard.me um yeah. you can hit up marissa in her dms at wrist vandal uh phone Henry, number listen hello i'm sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say our phone number is 570 pod one and you can leave us reviews at itunes as long as they're not one star yeah nobody wants that also I haven't sent patrons anything, and I need to. I'll send our patrons things, because it's, it's been... Uh, yeah, a lot of time has passed, I guess. Uh, I said I wanted me and Pete to make a joint Spotify list, and I just meant songs that we wanted to share with people, but then he's like, what theme? And I was like, I don't know. I'll ask people. And then... If you have any ideas for themes... My sound uh, hurts, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike Stinson just said songs you like. But I think my problem is like, I like a lot of songs. Where do I start? Where do I stop? Give me an I, example of a theme that's not birds. I don't know. Like, if somebody was like alien songs, you know, like going off of. Uh, if somebody was like dead animal songs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh... So, yeah. If anybody's got some ideas, hit one of us up in person if you know us um, online if you don't. <laughs> or again, 570-POD-WOD-1. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Let us know. Um, and we'd be happy to entertain that notion and put something together. If not, I guess we're going to do a half birds, half songs we like playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Songs so. about birds. Also, I'm in the process and almost ready to launch my adult anime club. That does not mean the anime needs to be adult. That just means only adults are allowed to be there. <laughs> that uh, Hentai is not allowed. If you would like to be part of a virtual anime club where we watch a movie once a month at the same time, uh, contact me directly. This is not a me and Pete thing. This is just a me thing. Pete doesn't watch anime. No. I watched the anime X-Men, though. That looks fun. I didn't want to watch it, but it looked fun. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Sorry I'm not <laughs> today. Um, yeah, and... DuckTales, that's a good That's a good bird-related song. Ooh-ooh. I mean, yeah, that is a good bird song, but I don't think we're just going to put remixes of DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> Shake your okay. tail feather, everybody. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Bye. Bye.